Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. astrologer for Top Cosmos, leading edge conversations awakening your authentic self every week. And tonight we're going to have Astro Jam, and I'll explain what that is about. It is tonight also October 24th, 2021. And thank you. Thank you for joining. I'm so glad to have you. And do subscribe. You can subscribe to the Top Cosmos YouTube channel and also to the emails, and you'll find those immediately on the website. And that's a little creaky noise. Halloween's coming up. You know how that goes. And this is the third event. We do it every quarter. And the next time will be in January. And we have four astrologers. We had five and I'll tell about that, but there's heavy weather in the States. And so she was not able to connect. We're still attached, tethered to that online process, the great internet that nobody sees. But here we are. And so... I am on the big island of Hawaii in Kailua, Kona, just to let you know a little bit of a location. And we have, if we can see the folks here for Astro Jam, actually, I should, um, we have Nathan, if I can see Susie. Okay, we have Susie Wright. Me first. And she's from Nashville, Tennessee, an astrologer, psychic medium, tarot reader, Reiki master, teacher certified life coach and consultant. And she had her own or has her own weekly air astrologer program on WSCAFM radio and a regular guest on the Today in Nashville because she's from Nashville, Tennessee and an author of astrology columns and articles. So, and also on my cosmic collaboration panel. So thank you, Susie. We also have Justin Crockett Elsie from the Olympic Peninsula over around the Port Angeles area and also always in Seattle. And he is an archetypal astrologer, numerology, Sabian symbols. In fact, he did a great show on July 4th for us. He gives in-depth consultations, marvelous ones, spiritualist medium, healing reading seances, certified uh, meditation teacher, and certified Reiki practitioner and specializes in animal Reiki. We all love our animals. I do love my animals. So thank you, Justin, so much. And online, everybody can find how to get a hold of the people with their, if you go to my Talk Cosmos. uh, We have Jeff, okay, I'm Sue, yes. And we're going to speak with Jeff Peters, also on the Olympic Peninsula. Jeff is in Port Townsend. He's a master evolutionary astrologer with Stephen Forrest, a graduate still involved with that great group, a consultant, philosopher, and he facilitates a weekly in-person astro group and weekly Zoom. He's the author also on Facebook blog, Celestial Chatter. So you can always find him there. And Jeff does shamanist, shamanism. Boy, the tongue and myself don't always <laughs> operate well. I Forgive me. <laughs> Energy work. I think I need some work on that. All right. Thank you so much, Jeff. And we were going to have Ray Sapp, who 
recently, in fact, if you noticed it on the online article with KKNW, Ray recently purchased the Mountain Astrologer magazine, but they are having seven and a half inches of rain in the Sierra uh, Nevada City. So she will join for another one, and I'll dearly enjoy that. But meanwhile, we have someone else from that area who is really strongly connected to his broadband, Sean Kelly. And Sean has worked with many of the world's renowned astrologers, Kelly Fox, John Spiller, Henry Seltzer, Michael Luton, and he's been instrumental in the driving business for tarot.com, which personally I always enjoyed so much where Rick Levine and Jeff Jowers also have been involved when Jeff was alive, that was. And he's done thousands of charts, but he still considers himself a perpetual student. And we are here to say thank you, thank you, because aren't we all? <laughs> so <laughs> at the moment, yes, uh, Sean is a marketing uh, genius. And so do connect with all our bios online at Talk Cosmos, and you'll find out more. So thank you, everybody. And I'm going to say, what is Astro Jam? Okay, we bring the planets to life. This is to our audience. And you will see the charts. These are surprise charts for the, for the group here. And we're going to be talking as though we were the planets, in, like a play, and express them spontaneously in an improvisation experience, because that's how planets operate in our head. So thank you. Justin, Sean, Susie, and Jeff. Okay. Uh, Nathan, let's see our first chart. Goodbye to us and hello, chart. <laughs> <laughs> and I will. we will identify ourselves as the planet and then as a free-for-all. I'm the sun in Scorpio. Ah, I just have such feelings. I'm going to somehow, I don't want to let go of this, is I just don't understand why everybody, the philosophies of other, everything around me, it's like, there's just no control. I don't understand it. I, I just would really like, oh, if I could change the world, I know what I would do. I'm wondering what Mars would do. It's so close to me all the time. And Mars, I mean, Mars, you know, it's like wants me to do this, wants me to do that. And yet I can, I know I can, and I will. I will, I will, I will. There is a way. I know if I just let go, maybe that's what I have to do. I have to let go of some of the things that I've held on to because they're not working anymore. It's not giving me what I need. I need growth. I need life. And and as Mars, I I must greet you, oh bright and shiny sun, and remind you that we are now sharing something very much in common. That it's running like a deep stream between all of us, and the questions come up. You know, what part of your soul really needs to be exposed right now? Mm. Oh, emotionally, that just, I guess I'll have to really dig deep. I'm going to just take some time and go deep. I want to know, what am I feeling emotionally? 
I'm the moon. Well, as the, as the sun here. Go ahead. Go ahead, Susie. Go ahead. Go ahead, Susie. <laughs> I was just, I was going to. Okay, so as the moon in charge of your feelings in Taurus, there is, and especially where I sit, from where I sit, I see disaster if you push too hard. If you go too far, people are going to know you. People are going to see you. And I don't really want that to happen. I just want to go as far as is comfortable for me. And um, I think that's going to keep working for the rest of my life until something comes along and pushes me out of that. But for now, I think we're just going to stay right at this level. And as as Mercury, I is the I, I, oh, I'm sorry, Justin. Uh, as, all I can all I can see really is that I can give these things up. There's got to be a way for me to do that. I can see Neptune over there, you know, telling me that it's okay to sacrifice this. That I can make that cut, and I would, and I just. But it's 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 so deep. It's so inside. Go ahead. <laughs> and and I as the sun here, sitting where I am, next to the south node, and I'm totally supporting my other luminary, the moon here. It's a full moon, and I'm supporting it, and I'm learning where I'm sitting at here around how I'm using my resources. And I'm learning about what my life of value or that's not valuable at this particular point in time. But the moon is helping me here and I'm helping it in this dance. Ooh, I am Jupiter in Aquarius. And I see this dance. It's not just a two-step. No, it isn't. And it's not a tango. It is like not even a waltz. It's something different. It's got three things to it. It's maybe cha, cha, cha. Aha, <laughs> there you go. Because I am going to break some rules, but keep some rules. I just need to change the rhythm. I, I need to change some kind of, um, and I think maybe what I need to do is align myself to other purposes, to hire, to, because it isn't all about what I want, of course. And that's just not life. I mean, I, I have to philosophize about this and think. I, I have to realize that there are messages that come in. Yes, there are messages. There are messages if I look around and 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 ask, I'll see the signs. I'll know how to leave because I have to change things. It is a dance. There's just like, okay. So what would be the next step? It would be to ask why, and I will be Neptune to ask you, why is it that you don't realize the phenomenal depth of this sea of awareness that we are all swimming in? And I could just as easily Tune into Jupiter right now, the ruler of this same sign shared with Neptune from the Aquarian perspective and say, 
hmm, might there be this energy available for us to invite others to play within this same giant oceanic experience? And Scorpio over there, I know you don't want to stay in the shallow end. Come on in. The water is fine. Let's see what we can discover. This is great. We're going to break and we're going to look at what we talked about. Thank you, audience, for keeping with us. Because as Justin aptly said, this is a full moon. So let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit if we have some thoughts. Otherwise, we can jump into a different planet and start its conversation. I mean, there aren't any rules with this, but it was very much on the the sun's part because the sun is trying to release something, right? I mean, I think that's where I'm just, as, as we can talk about, right? And, and Jupiter is, as we say, squaring that energy. So it's wanting to look this way and wanting to look that way. What are we losing? What are we gaining? Yeah. If anybody else has a thought to add. Well, full moons are about closing things and bringing closure to something. I saw the full moon, you know, the full moon with the sun in Scorpio is, 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 is that conclusion of what to cut conclusion, yeah. you know, and, and what I'm seeing in this with all the Scorpio energy is really, um, that, that kind of, it's a little wavering in its discernment with the, with the Neptune trine, but it's coming to the conclusion of what to cut. It's through, through like you brought up, I think, Jeff here and, and, and everybody. I mean, I can't remember just how it all was said, but that, yeah, that there's whole opportunities out there. And it is a matter of letting more participate and stuff. So, um, oh, and I also wanted to comment. I really like the idea that there was a little difference who is going to talk because that's how our brains work too we're going to listen to one idea no uh-uh. no we're going to listen to this idea maybe i'm so much gemini i do that okay let's go back to the let's go back to the chart nathan if we can have the chart okay i'll start off again because eventually other people will but here i'm the moon in taurus oh i finally am understanding my goal I see my determination in realizing what my strengths, my talents are, is paying off. It's not easy in some ways because I wonder if the values, some of them are kind of traditional. And I just wish there was some way I could really shift to more something that was more real. I want something that just really speaks. But I'm glad that so far that this destiny seems to be nurturing. It seems to be something that's going to speak. But how much deeper? Well, being the moon in full brightness, I am at the top of my game. I am reflecting that solar energy with everything that I've got. And I would like to put forth the invitation. Come, be a part of Mother Nature. Do not consider yourself separate in any way, shape, or form. We are one. Mm. 
And I have that creaky Halloween chair door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a lot. I'm Mercury in Scorpio, and this is a lot of food for thought. You know, I mean, it's really true. I've been navigating a lot of this always, you know, Mercury. I can go between the, the worlds of what we see in the material and down to the spirit. I mean, Zeus, the, the king of gods, looks to me to to navigate these things. And um, so I, I'm, you could say, a messenger and a servant, total servant to offer but, but sometimes the questions are down in the deep where I am in Scorpio, in those depths of the darkness. And, you know, it, it, it is the cold season. It is, uh, there's not very much light. And trying to find that sustenance that I know is part of that, the necessity, the actions need to serve some growth and sustenance. I wish... Um, Where's the transformer in this world? Where's my ruler anyway? Where where is Pluto? What was he? What was he trying to do? I am the moon, and I'm full and in the eighth house, but I'm in Taurus, so it's so weird to feel so comfortable in this scorpionic craziness that I don't understand and suddenly i feel comfortable here when my and and pluto down there in capricorn is like driving me that i could finally transform these major material things and feel comfortable about it Mm. Mm. i'm venus in capricorn so i'm the south node There's a delay between when we... Yeah, there is. There must be. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Okay. Um, No, I was just saying, I'm I'm Venus in Capricorn, and I'm just annoyed, okay? Um, I'm in the third house, and this is a lot of friggin' information, and it's not really what I want. I want to just get to the bottom of this and move on. And with all this stuff going on, it's like at some point, someone you know, one of you guys is going to have to take action here and um, and just kind of break out of this whole thought process. Well, I really dig learning a lot of things and knowing more than everybody else. Um, that's important to me. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of sitting here watching all this play out going, shit. <laughs> you know, I, ain't nobody got time for this. You know, <laughs> and, and and I get what you I get what you're doing. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it fits. <laughs> you know, the air old time, way. Time. There's there's. <laughs> sorry, Nathan. I got a note popped up over here. Um, <laughs> you know the. What I'm feeling is, you know, I, I just, I, you know, the old ways, there's some old ways that still work. You know, we don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater here, you know. And, and you know, we got to think practical and, and, and figure out, you know, because that's important to me is not just jumping into something completely unknown. Like, I got to think this through, 
you know, and, and get the, get the information that I need. So, you know, so I can, I can feel comfortable. And so I can feel, um, you know, like I'm on top of things, you know, I'm Mercury again in Scorpio and I'm realizing, sorry, I'm echoing. Um, these are great friends. I have just heard from, uh, uh, well, you know, we have a network. We, there is a network out there, and the networks are like, who are they? Are they going to betray? I mean, who, who, who is the network? But I'm seeing that I'm not alone. That's right. You know, I mean, there's, 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 there's support. There is the unseen, the unseen, and I have to have some faith and trust it's true i don't need to be cutting off everybody's heads <laughs> leave that for the middle ages england did that <laughs> i'm gonna step in here as saturn for a moment in aquarius uh i as well rule two signs both aquarius and capricorn and as such from the dispositor perspective i'm giving a message to Venus there in Capricorn. We, we'll, we won't get into Pluto at the moment, but I would like Venus to be definitely aware that rules and regulations are not always meant to uh, wear the, uh, the wise elder or the older past per parameters, but look more toward options to alter them aquarius perspective to venus and venus is saying whoa wait a second i'm you know i was being all pissed off because i'm in capricorn and stuff and you know what's venus doing it's sending its hello to the moon up there in this one of the signs it rules and the moon is going wait a second <laughs> how, how come you're you know you're feeling so antsy and what am i supposed to do with that <laughs> yeah Thank you. I think we'll take a pause here again and we can leave this chart up for a moment um, because that was very good and it was somewhat like an aside. And we have a few minutes before we break off for our little half hour. And this is Astro Jam. I want to remind everybody we have four astrologers with me. We have Justin Elsie at the top, Sean Kelly below me. Then we have Jeff Peters and Susie Kerr Wright. And we thank you. And we have been looking at this chart and we'll tell you what it is. It is the eclipse coming up. It is the eclipse chart. Oh, wow. And we're in the season for the eclipse. It is November 19th, 2021. It's going to be at one. No, no. What time is it? It's going to be at 3.57 a.m. on the right East in, Coast. Yeah. This happens to be at the East Coast location. Hmm. Yeah, right. so of course it would shift everywhere, but it is going to be powerful. I, um, and and it is most interesting just that our conversation looked at this from both the sun and the moon because it's a full moon, which kept being brought up, and it's right because an eclipse is when the when the nodes, the lunar nodes are within. Well, if it's a full moon, what is it? 12 degrees if it's a, a new moon it's 18 degrees yeah, i think yeah. yeah and so but this is very close you know it's not a total i mean is it's um it's what uh 
four degrees away. So it's going to be pretty. And I did not stop to look to see where is it going to be. Justin, do you know where this this uh, eclipse will be? Doesn't sound like you. Uh, no, I, I looked at it a few months ago and I can't remember though. Exactly. But, you know, we know that eclipses have this long longevity that a couple of weeks ahead, you start feeling it. And yeah. then two weeks after that's going to be and um, the solar, the second set of solar. And what's most interesting is the nodes are in Gemini, but because they're so close to the um, and they go retrograde, you know, that's one of those cycles that goes from 30 down to one. There's almost and well, in January on the 18th, I think it goes in and Justin will be giving on December uh, 12th, a talk about the the next lunar nodes along with pluto return you know it's interesting it that's going to be coming up too for the united states um so at any rate that's why we have a lunar uh um full moon eclipse which is all the same thing you know lunar and full moon in taurus even though we because the full the moon is in Taurus happens to be right on my Mars <laughs> exactly <laughs> so this will be and it's exalted in it's exalted in Taurus so it's going to be feeling its oats yeah it already it's already <laughs> stirring up some getting me to you know cows have three stomachs they keep digesting things right <laughs> yep time for the break. Yeah. Well, almost. Did anybody have any comments about this as a, because we'll go to another chart, but about the eclipse or about some thoughts? I wanted to hear what Justin was going to say about being the South Node. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, please. I thought it was interesting. The South Node here is, you know, there's the second to eighth houses. So this is really about values and resources here. And and I mm. everybody talking about this is really the lead into uh, a change of cycle with the Taurus and the Scor- uh, Scorpio no- nodes moving into the so yeah I'm just it just some really support it really does this is really about what is valuable and what is not valuable the difference between mere materialism and spirituality. You know, exactly. love it. Yeah. And I think that it's a beautiful umbrella to cover up, to, to cover, I mean, to, to embrace everything that we've said. Thank you so much. This is Astrodrama October 24th with Top Cosmos Leading Edge Conversations to Awaken Your Authentic Self. And we will be right back with Susie Wright, Sean Kelly, Justin Elsie, and Jeff Peters, and myself. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the yin period of Scorpio, traditionally ruled by Mars, now ruled by Pluto. By departing a cycle based on comparison between extreme energies finding balance, Scorpio commits a relationship to exchange resources, experiencing power and powerlessness for the purpose of soul growth transformation. 
As a fixed water sign that is extreme, intense, and secretively deep, Scorpio's passionate nature questions the psychology and mystery concerning life and death. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So... Grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha, and enjoy the show. Greetings. This is Susanna Lobier, licensed acupuncturist, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk, 1150. Hi, we're here again. And we're going to plow on. We're going to do two charts this time. They're not quite in depth. And so we bring up number two. And this is our spontaneous time, just for those that might be tuning in, where we talk like the planet. So stay in. Remember, we are a planet. We're talking about how we feel or see. And so it's doing great. I love it. And I thank very much our wonderful participants that have willing to take on this risky business of just being on the spot at the moment. So thank you. It's odd. It's like... I prefer to we be live, wise. Yeah, yeah. We, li- we live for it. Yay! Okay. All right, Nathan. If He's a wonderful soundboard engineer with KKNW. We appreciate him. This is the second event, uh, chart. Okay, I'm going to ask, does somebody want to begin? Take a planet Ooh. and start off. Susie, why don't you take a planet? Not, no, let somebody Just, else or, go. Justin? I'm still looking. It almost feels like New Year's. Yeah, almost. <laughs> well, I'm going to start with Saturn then. I'm Saturn, and I have worked and dreamt of of having this 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 well it's a new world we're going to start things new but i think i've got everything structured right it's a good structure and we have our our faith with us we have a strong faith we um, we're never going to let go of that faith we have our values and we think they're new and we're pretty special too actually we can do this poor chiron that's what i'm looking at i'm like crap how do jump I, do jump. I do two planets or just chiron or which one <laughs> who's is somebody taking chiron no no that that's and and okay. i might just say as an aside this is what happens sometimes there's an energy within us that's waiting and wondering so we're we're showing that you know we're showing that 
Go ahead. All right, I'm Chiron in Libra. Mm. And, um, oh. oh, yeah, I'm drowning here. I'm like, I'm just, I am trying to, what am I trying to do? I, I'm, I'm trying to get some semblance of um, normalcy in in my world, but I, I'm not even sure I know what that is. Things change so rapidly every time I seem to get my feet on the ground. And I, I keep feeling like everything will be okay and I'll feel all right. And I'll feel like, you know, as soon as I, as soon as I land in one place or as soon as I create something that's lasting, and I just can never seem to get to that place. And I'm trying to learn to be okay with things being explosive and different all the time. I, I feel sometimes like I have somebody throwing lightning bolts at my back every time I try and just settle into something. And and it's hard enough for me to decide what that looks like anyways. But I, I want to be able to help people in a way that that is, you know, maybe that's my maybe that's my thing. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to be doing is is em, really embracing the 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 inconsistencies and and helping people find their way through those inconsistencies and, and those times of indecision and confusion. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, one of the I'm reasons... The, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm the son here, and I'm really, I'm, I'm really in sync with my emotions and my thinking. I'm very structured. I like to take control of things. I am progressive in my beliefs, but I know underneath it all that I've got some that I need to deal with in my subconscious. I believe in hard work and I really have to look towards getting out of the rut and being able to change and realize there's no such thing as an ideal way the way I'm looking at it. And I'm the sun, the moon, and Mercury together here. And I will be the lightning bolt being cast from my Uranian place, inspired and energized by Mars, not necessarily just to shake you up, but to wake you up. And sometimes the shaking is required to open your eyes to possibility, Chiron down there and the sun because of this nice big giant t-square we have going on there's conflict in the air and the time to open our eyes and consider options is upon us well i'm pluto in aries and you know all that talk about the structure and you know i'm just gonna do things behind the scenes somewhat and go my path because there's been some pain involved deep pain and i'm going to have to work in totally different ways 
to make it understood. And I think maybe I'll use some music somehow. That's the, one of the only ways I'm going to get my messages of my identity through. It's going to be really, a, it's a tough course. I can see I'm up against, I am Pluto. I can change these things. I'm the iceberg of frozen time melting down the path. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I will give you some energy, Pluto, from the sextile of my positions up here in Aquarius as a Neptune and a Venus. We will help you invent, inspire, and engage with whatever those kinds of musical things that you were aiming for. And perhaps, just perhaps, we might be able to have enough transformational energy come through that music that people will hear a different tone playing, a different song, something from another dimension. And as Chiron in Libra, I kind of like that idea Beautiful. because I like the idea of being able to harmonize and bring something of beauty out of any struggles that people have and to be able to soothe their hearts and mm. help them uh, find their, find peace within um, no matter what's going on in their worlds. It's that's such, that's so important. And if I work with you guys up there, I think we could really make some beautiful music. I think, I think I could find the time in my busy day. <laughs> I think I'll well, stop while I'm avoiding. <laughs> no, I think I'll stop here because I know we can have more to say because we do want to have the third one. And I will tell you what this is. This is Texas. This is oh, get Texas. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, music. yeah. And you know what? It's December 29th, 1845. Wow. It became the 28th state. It had formerly been part of Mexico. It been an independent county since 1836. However, since its independence, it had sought and you know to be part of the USA. But the process took 10 years due to political situations over slavery. It was a big slave state, and so it's so interesting to think that the the music that came out of the necessity to the because uh, having studied music like I did, you know, the blues are like a call, an answer call, you know, where people you answer and and recall, call back, and mm -hmm. that's a lot of the code, just like they had back in in the times of, of the French Revolution when or earlier when people had to talk in code, like a lot of the Christmas um, songs, like uh, the partridge in a pear tree is not really about a partridge. It's about this whole other political thing. Justin, I want to ask you, what would you say about the nodes? I know you didn't. If we had longer, I would have well, pulled that I out. Definitely, I would definitely say, I'll, I'll tell you what I think it is. It's definitely about the state's relationship with the rest of the other states because it's the first to seventh house. So, we, you yeah. know, we've got so much Capricorn and Aries energy mm -hmm. here that second that's the independence but yet the the chiron is the relationships and the nodes are between the first house and seventh house so the issue is the state's relationship with everybody else outside the state that's perfect. that's the independence yeah do you know where the 
name of Texas came from? No. When they, when they, you were coming across the desert lands, the very first thing that you saw were the red tile roofs, which they called Texas. And that's where the term Texas came oh, from. Oh, yes. Oh, I love the red roofs. <laughs> the tile, the red tile roofs. Yeah. I just yeah. love them. Very interesting. Well, thank you, everybody. I think that was, does anybody have any other thoughts that they want to add about this before I, we go I, to the I last should. chart? There the state mm -hmm. is having a, a lunar, re, I mean, a um, nodal return this year oh, close to the election. That's what's days. going on. I was like, because they're at the top of the, you know, top of the news these days with the stuff yeah. that's going on there. They're lunar. Oh, yeah. I forget which. Either they'll have a half nodal return or a full nodal return. The state okay. will. So that's, that's interesting. Neat. Mm. It is fascinating. See, I, love when, I love when we make them people. That's what I just, I love that. We didn't know it wasn't, uh, you know, we didn't know. I mean, we could yeah. guess by, the, by where the planets were, like the dates, but still, yeah. I don't do math. So I was surprised. Pers personality <laughs> comes through everything. It does. And what's so Everything is a living yeah. Yeah. And the states looking at, I did a little bit of now chat for a while. I was, which I'd like to get back with is a 10 minute uh, uh, chat that I do. And uh, a couple of them involve states because there were quite a few political situations. And one gal wanted to no, work with me about no. these political things. And I was no. fascinated to see <laughs> the charts that some of these charts are just reveals so much because it's part yeah. of the United States. And as we're going into this Pluto return, which as astrologers, we realize, because every planet for our audience, you know, has a cycle and Pluto is way out there, it takes 248 years. So it'll re be returning this, this coming year. Although I've got to say with that as one plug is that Daniel Feverson, an, an evolutionary astrologer had worked with Jim Lewis or seen a chart that Jim Lewis, who did astrocartography saw, and he was thinking, there's some thought that because these are long cycles and, and they can both live that in 75 in July, we as a nation, the second Congress said we are going to bear arms against the motherland, England. And so in every sense, that would be like declaring a revolution, but it hasn't been identified as such as written down. In some ways, I kind of wonder if it's like civilization, right, that requires writing in order to be, in other words, astrology was before writing, but in Sumeria, they started writing in in the, um, that was 5,000 years ago. I know I'm jumping with a lot of information. <laughs> so delete, delete. Okay, or not delete. I'm feeling like that Venus in the last chart. Like, okay, just get to the bottom line. <laughs> that is, today is the portal. It's one of the portals where Venus is opposing the sun. I was reading about that. So it's a very potent day. <laughs> All right, well, I'll take a deep breath oh, and ground. And um, I, I live ahead. in a geodesic dome, and the rain is coming down so hard now, it's like I'm in a drum. I hope I it doesn't it. affect my, wow. my microphone. Oh, okay. I can hear it. Yeah. Well, we have one last chart. Cool. And we'll bring that up. Here we go. Do I have a taker? Does somebody want to jump in? Wow. Considering uh, my Venus is 16 cap, that's uh, that moon placement you, looks pretty good for me. Jump in. <laughs> you are. Yes, say you are. Yes. Go yeah. Ahead. Wow. 
Wow, wow. Well, I am the moon. And do I feel um, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you right. feel? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's... Can you feel? It, 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 it's kind of like that. I mean, if it's if it's frugal and got value, okay, I can get behind it emotionally in this state, man, this is, but it's got, it's gotta be there. And, and God, I just, I'm so perturbed at all of this explosive energy coming out of my relationships. You know, it's just really not, not functional for me. Um, I don't know how to like get my feet on there. I don't know how it's, I'm trying to figure out how to nurture myself through this. I'm sitting here in the fourth house. It's I'm out, you know, I'm not really comfortable here either. You know, it, it's it's all this touchy feely stuff that I've got to maybe cater to in in these in these relationships that it suddenly blew up. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I wonder how I can get get more value out of this. I see a way. It's the sextile up there to Neptune and Pisces. You know, God, that's wishy so I, I, I know it, it may seem like it initially, but because of the position that the moon is in here in the sextile to Neptune. No, be, it, be, it Jeff, would, it, are you the Neptune? Or are you the moon? Speak. I yes. am the conversation going on between these two right now. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nep Neptune says to the moon, I will be Neptune in this case. Okay. Chill. And, you know, uh, you're in a tough position, but you're the moon. You have a capacity to feel probably more dynamically than any other being in our celestial surround. And as such, tune into your dream space and allow that to actually be your guide instead of listening to these intense characters that you happen to be hanging with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. Well, I, work. I, I yes, hear a solution. <laughs> oh, I... go, go ahead, Justin. We have we have the delay between us. Go ahead, honey. Go ahead. No, no, Justin. <laughs> yeah, Justin. Yeah. So I, I, I'm Jupiter. I'm Jupiter is the solution to to the moon. As Jupiter in Scorpio, I'm here to help the person grow and transform, grow and expand expand through through letting go and through death and so being sextile to the moon here and sextile i are uh semi-sextile looks like to the here to help them get out of their heads get out of that structure of capricorn and listen to pluto as it tries to break up the structure mm. nice and i'm mercury in aries retrograde and i spend a lot of time wondering what wondering how to break free of the conditioning that i've had because i know that i have this great mission i know that i have something to do that's important something to say something to share especially in relationships but for some reason, I keep it, it keeps coming back to things that I heard, things that were said to me that I can't undo. 
I, I, I keep going back to the past and I, and I, when I really want to move forward with my life and I've got so many friends in this house to help me stay, stay strong and stay, uh, positive and thinking, you know, uh, for solutions and, and ways to, to, to get ahead and to, and to hunt down and find that perfect relationship or that, or those partnerships that I really want. I just keep thinking it's my fault. Well, I am the sun in Aries and they can say I'm on a mission, but I'm inventing and I'm exploring and there doesn't seem to be any other way out because maybe this is a way in, not quite sure, but I, it doesn't matter because I'm going to jump and go. And I seem to be around other energies, which is really great because if I'm on myself with this mission, it's really great to have friends in need indeed. They always say a friend in need is a friend indeed, right? <laughs> so this looks like there's hope. But being authentic is really the challenge, right? Because if you're with others, you can't please all the people all the time, they say. And um, hopefully, maybe one won't care. And I'm, I'm, I'm Chiron at 29 Pisces going, yeah, look at how how this has just been my own undoing to try to please all these people all the time and, and just how and i don't know how i'm ever gonna like get i've lost so much sacrificing everything for all these relationships god i just gotta figure out how to stand up for myself again it, how do i end this the most important relationship you have is you remember that and who spoke that? Where in the planet? That, that's Chiron. Right? So you're Chiron. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah the most good, good, good. important relationship that I have is the one to me. And once I know that, it will flavor every relationship I am in. Mm. Well said, Jeff. Yeah. Any others or Susie? <laughs> I just want to be silly. I'm, I'm, I'm Mercury in Aries. And no, wait a minute. Which one am I going to be here? I'm, I'm Mercury in Aries, and I think I hate my parents. Look at Ceres up there. Ceres in the 11th, Saturn in the 4th. In Capricorn. They were bossy. Wow. Wow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Should I'm, we, I'm, should we I'm Mars and Capcom. Go, go ahead, Sue. No, no, please. Again, Justin. Mars. Okay, I was going to say, I'm and I'm here with Saturn and the Moon and Pluto here, and I'm really having to work on not being so dominant here and he's here letting go of a little bit of anger and control issues here, and I'm really having to let go of that. And, and really to listen to Pluto um, and, and that the structure will not always stay the way it is. And I'm also probably very close to my mother here. <laughs> <laughs> With series yeah. in the like, trying? Well, okay, Let's, yeah. we have a couple of minutes. I'll tell you what this is. This is Talk Cosmos first 
chart. Oh my god. April, <laughs> April 7th. April 7th, 2018. Oops, I got a trolley horse. And so um any rate and that's fascinating because Interesting. Yeah, and uh so what was I going to say um Oh, because when you said listen, I was thinking one of the cold words is by um, the guru, oh my gosh, the great Ram Das, who says um, that if we listen, we're all a guru. Or, or he has some great phrase that says that. But this was at six o'clock on April 7th in Bellevue for those people. And so that's really fascinating. I, I wrote down all those things to say that um, because really, in many relationships, isn't that what we do? We have to listen. We have to grow and expand. Uh, we have friends. And really, in some ways, the mission has been well, to, to have authenticity, you know, our own authenticity, but also to, to uncover the cliches, to uncover what is what we've been conditioned to, to think, to think beyond, to spread the, spread the. The, the joy. Truth. Yeah. The joy, well, the I'm, truth, the, the reality. Really I really will well swore again. <laughs> yeah. I think John really hit on it. Well, he went right to the relationship with the listener. That was key. Yeah. So, you know, and, and interestingly, I was asking because we've also started with, we were a podcast at that time, and now we have YouTube. So that would have been December 19th, 2020. And, and according to this woman, Karen Wenderlin in the Northwest, who does a lot of business charts, and um, she's been on several times. Last time was Talking Sticks back on May 2nd. Uh, with another uh, Marsha Boucher where we did about the nodes, but she was saying that that would be another chart for top cosmos. So, you know, there's many charts when it comes to a no shortage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was a tough one to have to over. I mean, I know I looked at that one with all that in the fourth house with, as you started off with uh, Sean, with the moon and, and all that Capricorn. I was like, holy mackerel. <laughs> you know, didn't touch on Venus and Taurus, though, at zero Taurus. That's really a beautiful place. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And the Mars was exalted where and it was in Capricorn. So that, that was a challenge with all that pressure. Yeah. And, and what, what was, was that, Justin, too? Justin? Yeah. I said the North Justin Node is the chart in, and Leo is on business. North Node Yeah, oh, there we go. Showtime. <laughs> Astro. <laughs> a jam. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody. Thanks, Sue. Yeah. Susie from Tennessee, Nashville. Jeff from Port Townsend. Justin from that area in the Olympics with Seattle and... Uh, I know I'm going to be cut off. Um, um, Port Angeles and Sean from Nevada City, California. Happy Thank trails. Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. 
Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway. 